In this episode of the Scaling Therapy Practice, we take a look at different ways to grow your practice. Scaling does not always mean more work, and your growth is unique to you. We are so glad that you're here. Let's get started. PsychMaven is proud to support the Scaling Therapy Practice podcast. And if you are someone looking for ideas that are tailored to your own personal style on how to scale and grow your own impact and income as a mental health provider, we hope you might check out our free online assessment. If you go to stp.psychmaven.com, you can take our free personal inventory and find out what your builder type is as a helping professional. This assessment is quick and fun, and it comes with tons of customized resources with your results so you can discover the best ways to scale that match your own personality. Find the assessment at stp.psychmaven.com. That is stp.psychmaven.com. Have fun with it. Welcome to the Scaling Therapy Practice, a podcast dedicated to helping private practice owners grow their business without the grind. In each episode, we'll bring you expert insights and tips you can use on topics such as business systems, networking, and other growth opportunities. Tune in and join the conversation as we explore how to leave an impact on the world while building a thriving and sustainable therapy practice. This is James Marlin with Dr. David Hall with the Scaling Therapy Practice. Thanks for joining us. So. David, we're we're doing a podcast on scaling. scaling we are. We are doing a podcast. The therapy practices. So yeah. one of the first questions people might ask is, why do we even need another podcast on <laughs> you know on this subject for therapists? You know, even just a general thing. Why do we need another podcast? I think some people. Yeah, it's just you know every everyone does a podcast. The you know it's it's a good question. We're going to talk more as we kind of get into this about the process of James and my's conversations that kind of led to the idea of doing a podcast. But I think it, it's, it's one of these things where I've had the great enjoyment and privilege of knowing lots of people in the mental health space who do really good podcasts. And sure. yep. it's the, the question I think is, is what's kind of being covered well and what could use, you know, more attention or more focused attention, different sorts of ways. And I think not wanting to get in and reinvent the wheel in your and my conversation, James, seems to be an important thing about this. But, you know, think, yeah, there's there's a lot of good podcasts out there for therapists, specifically therapists wanting to figure out the business side of mental health practice. You know, there's good general podcasts that handle lots of things with private practice, want to Shout out to our network compatriots for a lot of these, but Gorn Brewer with the Practice of Therapy podcast. Right. They're great podcast about kind of more the technical aspects, particularly the computer aspects of things of, of running practice. And Daniel Fava's podcast, great example of that, or even just kind of specific therapist niches of Kim Tolson's The Traveling Therapist for therapists that are wanting to work completely remotely for those doing kind of niche practices like faith-based practices. And so highlight for Whitney Owens with that. And so we had this question that you and I talked about of what's not being spoken of. And and we found a lot of people are are trying to grow and they're trying to work, but there's some pain in the, mm -hmm. the growing. 
Like mm-hmm. there's there's lots of systems to learn, people to manage. If you grow, one of the things some people just want to stay solo therapist because there's no people to manage mm-hmm. when you're a solo therapist. But if you if you grow to a certain point, eventually you're going to add maybe a virtual assistant or another therapist or a, a contractor. And mm-hmm. how do you manage them? And how do you manage them efficiently? You're always asking, you see it on the the, the message boards. Anybody got a worksheet for uh, evaluations? How do you add a virtual assistant? I'm thinking about making a course or a class. What's a way to do that? How do I run a webinar? All these things for growth, but it it's sort of like, oh, I need it now. I need to figure out how to do this. Does anybody have a clue? You know, who's yeah. done this before? Yeah, and and growth is a major point. And we really think that a lot of the podcasts we mentioned and other ones just in general address growth and even pain and growth pretty well in the process of people who are trying to be more impactful therapists. And so it may be about focusing in on their clinical skills or managerial skills or so many different things. In the the idea for this podcast, as James kind of brought it to me, and we, I, I thought, you know, this is really cool. I'd love to kind of partner with you as a co-host is how to grow in ways that don't involve more hassle, for lack of a better term. Because people want to, because there is the, the growth, but I can tell you I'm a group practice owner at the time of recording. I have a group of 17 therapists mm-hmm. and it is hard. I, I don't choose anything different. But it is having a practice of 17 therapists versus when I first, when I was on my, I've never been on my own, but I started with the practice of three therapists. Mm. It was me and two other therapists. And that was a very different beast to manage. It was way easier. And I appreciate the growth, but it's not the same. And oftentimes I very much miss how easy it was. I appreciate like, our income as a practice, of course, is way higher than it was when there were three therapists, but it's coming as at a, at a huge cost. And a lot of people are trying to figure out how do I navigate growth without incurring even more cost to myself of my time, of my emotional energy? Oh, yeah. Well, that's a that's the thing. You know, how, how do you grow without the system destroying itself or destroying you mm-hmm. like you become a slave to the business with I, with all the growth like how do you how do you grow in a sustainable logical designed way instead of like oh i got to add this here and add this here and this is the flavor of the month or <laughs> like like how do you do it without losing your mind and speaking of systems james i think is super important and that part of what this podcast is the kind of vision of it is how to help therapists not just grow, but grow in a systemic sort of way, create systems in that have even maybe some off-the-shelf sort of systems that we can offer you. And it can grow without growing your work burden and in in some ways, maybe even lessening it. Because I can tell you, I I have two major businesses I run as a mental health provider. One is a group therapy practice. The other is I run a continuing education and course business. We do continue approved continuing education for therapists and training on clinical skills, but we also run courses on non-CE sorts of things, but in kind of business skill sorts of things. And it's under our organization, Psych Maven. And I can tell you that 
PsychMaven, my ability to scale in what I do there is very different than how I can scale in growing a group therapy practice. Mm -hmm. But even that being said, I've, I've realized that I cannot run a group therapy practice like I used to. I can't apply the same tools. I need different systems. And I, I will say, even with a larger practice, I am getting more efficient. And one of my goals is not just to not work harder. <laughs> I want to work less. And I think I hear so many therapists trying to get that goal that their major pain point is they want to grow without creating more grind and hassle for themselves. And in fact, they want to be able to grow ideally and maybe even lessen the workload they have. Because I see a lot of therapists, I talk to a lot of therapists that if they're not burned out, they're, they can see it over the horizon. They can see how they're, they're going to get there unless right. they make some systemic changes. And that goes to what you were saying, James, about creating systems. Yeah, you, you were telling me right now in the landscape we are 2022, you, you can throw you you can be full right like mm -hmm. finding the clients because of what's been going on in the world and other things and and the ease of access through online services you can find the clients but do as the therapist business owners thinking about it do they want to sit in the chair for 30 plus hours or 30 plus mm -hmm. clients a week with no end in sight like mm -hmm. how do you how do you grow beyond that in some ways there, there are therapists who just want to do that. I want to sit in the chair for 30 hours a week or 30, for 30 clients, help as many people as possible. And that's all I want to do. But then they need the systems to cut out everything else. Like how do, how do you optimize your intake, optimize your mm. rescheduling, optimize your billing? How do you do those things so that you can just, be a you know, that's your way to scale, your way to scale. Mm -hmm then is just to see the people you want to see. How do you build that business? That that's you, there's there's many ways to scale and grow. You you have the two ways, you know, the 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 courses and then your therapy practice, you're adding people, you're adding opportunities, but there are people who just want to grow with their 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 core business. Their I see people, I help people. This is how I'm going to grow, but they need they need systems to scale as well. Yeah, and you bring up a great point, James, because a lot of times I think the pitch has been scaling looks like one thing. Scaling looks like mm -hmm. you create an online course, or scaling means you do a coaching program. Right. Scaling means you membership program. You or do something. a membership program yeah. or, or whatever it is, and all those things are good, and that's stuff that we want to talk about in our conversations in this podcast. But we really don't want to offer people one size fits all. Scaling looks like James said a lot of different things. And I think highlighting that I, I talked to therapists that they're like, I didn't get into this to to be a manager. I didn't get into right. this to, you know, I just I just like to be a therapist. Give me make that simple. And we live in a very fortunate time in in some aspects for that, that technology particularly has allowed people to run practices with less overhead than ever before you know mm. 20 years ago you needed if you, you were a, a therapist you, it was really hard to do it completely on your own you kind of you needed somebody to answer the phone you need somebody to check in clients to handle your billing right you know, to and you know as different systems have come into place people can run really scale back practices I, you know one of the things i'll probably talk about is even though i run a large group practice i don't have any admin staff 
we we don't have a receptionist and i'll i i we, got, let's mark that down as an episode an episode People like are gonna how i can know run. how do you do that <laughs> yes and i've 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 got that automated. And so you can streamline the process and make it a lot more efficient and a lot smoother, kind of take out that friction to, to, as James said, just be a therapist. Because a lot of people, we assume people who might be checking out into this aren't looking to move out of one-on-one therapy work. They just want to take out all the other work. Yeah, and absolutely. So scaling could look like all that. And that's what the podcast is, as James kind of has set it up and where I'm excited to partner with them on this is about that. How do we help people discover all the different ways that they can scale and, and apply the different scaling practices for themselves? And, you know, scaling is this idea of growth without increasing the, the work or pain and ideally even decreasing it over time of how can you grow? You can impact more people in more positive ways. Of you can grow your livelihood as a as a provider as a mental health clinician, and ideally make the work less. Now a lot of us like to work, but I can tell you a lot of therapists I talk to don't want to work quite as much as they are. They they would they they would like to work, but maybe a little less, and maybe a little less. You know, there's the great expression of figuring out how to work smarter, not mm. harder. And I think that's a big thing about this too. Like there are a lot of things you can do to make it harder for yourself. We want uh, to give you tools for it to be smarter. Yeah. I think a lot of people say, think if I, if I want to grow, I got to spread myself thinner. You know, I got, mm. I need more and more the, the system, the business will need more and more of me. And we're, we're going to be working towards cre- helping therapists and practice owners create systems that don't spread themselves out, but they grow in a way that, um, puts them in a place where they're best able to serve their their industry, their client, without removing all the good things that they they like doing. Yeah. So and the 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 thing about it was the work smarter, not harder. It's oh, it was disproportionate. I think it was it was a book I recently read on course creation. It'll come to me in a second. It's Graham Cochran's book. How to get paid for what you know. Yeah. How to get paid okay. for what you know. It's disproportionate work. You put in some work. But the benefit you get out of it is disproportionate to what you put in. So those systems and things that you put in place, you're able to get more with less, you know, do that that type of, I love how he said that. It was just, uh, that's what a lot of what we're trying to do. That's what I'm trying to do with, uh, I'm trying to help therapists create courses for themselves so that they can sort of get out of the chair a little bit, share their knowledge, help people, but also put it, put some of that on automatic so you don't have to keep doing it over and over again, like your course business. Sure. And a lot of people might be listening to this and thinking like, you know, I've seen books, I've seen blog posts, I've listened to podcast episodes on all this, and it just feels overwhelming. It feels like there are all these systems to learn. And I can say, I can't speak for James. I can say for myself as a therapist, I am not a very naturally technical person. I've learned things and I'm more capable in utilizing certain systems than I used to be, but it's still not, not my natural thing. I'm not a computer whiz. It, it's funny. I was, I was at a conference this last weekend and I was teaching on social media, which is a topic I teach on. And I couldn't get the, the TV display in the room to work. <laughs> and I was being chastised by someone in the building. They're like, I thought you were the, the, you uh-huh. know, the technology person. I'm like, look, I'm a psychologist. I'm here. I'm here to teach this. Like, I, I don't necessarily know how to make this TV work. And 
some of what we want to offer is not like, hey, you have to go get another degree to figure out how to make all these things work. Like, what is the easiest plug-in yeah. sorts of ways? Sometimes it's kind of small adjustments that kind of improve the system. So if if any of this speaks to you, if any of these kind of pain points speak to you that you're trying to figure out how to grow in all the different ways that growth means without working harder, and maybe there's the dream of working less, that's kind of the vision we want to put before you all. And we've got, you know, a lot of stuff coming up as we're launching. There's going to be a, a lot of episodes very quickly back to back, and we hope you you all check them out. But yeah, this is the vision, how to grow in, in as a mental health provider. If you're a therapist, other helping professional, but doing client work in counseling as a psychotherapist, how to grow and how to scale, as we said, without this being this endless I've got to come up with another five hours in my week oh, I've yeah. got to, because I see so many therapists do that. It's uh, the, the pain point, as James was saying, doesn't seem to be most therapists I know, you know, are able to get clients are able to make that part of things work. It's figuring out efficiencies and it not just feeling like you're burning the candle at thins because that's so many of us in the profession. So yeah, James, any, yeah. you know, we've got a shorter episode we wanted to start people with, but yeah, I like to. So what's one thing you want people to remember from this episode? I'll, I'll go first while you think about your one thing. The one thing I want people to remember is it, there are different ways to grow. There are you can be the, the therapist who wants to just see clients. You can be the therapist who wants to add staff. You can be the therapist who's efficient in their systems or you can be the networking therapist. There are lots of different ways to scale and grow, and we want to help you scale scale in a way that you're it's your natural way of growth and just join us for the ride that's a good one thing it, i kind of wish i had thought of it because it's, it's good it is <laughs> I had more I mean, time to I, think so about I'm, I'm it gonna, i'm going to reiterate your one thing okay i think it's worth repeating is this idea of like growth does not look like one thing it doesn't mean is it a membership maybe maybe not is it you know doing a course is it coaching programs is it growing a group practice it may be some of those things for you. It may be none of those things. It may be a combination of those things. It may be so many different things. You are, to quote Pat Flynn, you you are 100% unique and mm. your growth is going to be 100% unique. Mm -hmm. That can't be one my, my one thing because it's James's one thing. No. My one thing is this idea of, of this is not the goal of what we hope to share in our conversations and our time together is not how to make your life more busy. It's not oh, how to yeah. create more grind. It is easy in so many pro professions, but particularly ours, that we equate our ability to impact people, our ability to increase our livelihood is I've got to put in more hours. And it's not that that's never the case, but that's not the goal of what we hope to share. We hope to share that you're able to grow without adding those extra hours and ideally maybe even a little less. I keep on working towards my early retirement. I'm not doing a very good job because I keep on, because I, I agree to co-host a podcast with somebody and other things like it always, but it doesn't mean I'm not working towards it. One of my friends and a, and a, and a mentor of mine in the psychotherapy field, Bill O'Hanlon, you can actually go to his website, billohanlon.com, and he's got a free book download. It's one of his favorite books. Bill's written 40 books, but his book is called A Lazy Man's Guide to Success. And it, it's a it's a mantra I kind of want to 
live by. I'd like to be able to get there. But if you're looking to grow without increasing the grind, you know, grow without grind, grow without the grind, grow with, grow with less grind, then that's the one thing we hope you all take away from, from what we're hoping to share with you in the episodes to come. All right. Well, this has been James Marlin and Dr. David Hall with the Scaling Therapy Practice Podcast. Thanks very much for joining us. We'll see you next week. Thank you for tuning into the Scaling Therapy Practice. We hope you found the information helpful and informative. Please keep in mind that the context of this podcast is for general information purposes only. It is not intended as tax or legal advice. If you have any legal questions or concerns, we strongly encourage you to consult with a qualified professional in your area.